From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Virada Salim. In the first season of Unlock the Science, we broadcast an episode on creative tourism and discussed about a major and multidisciplinary study by Jalalongkorn University to explore and propose ways and means for carrying out creative tourism in Thailand. The study is a collaboration between Institute of Asian Studies of Jalalongkorn University, Faculty of Hospitality and Tourism, Prince of Songkhla University at Phuket Campus. Tourism Authority of Thailand, which is a state agency, and Designated Areas for Sustainable Tourism Administration, which is a public organization. The study picked up Nam Province in the north of Thailand and Pratup Kirikan and Ranong, two provinces in the south, as study areas. Nam was chosen partly as Jilalongkorn University already has a research and academic center there, whereas Pratup Kirikan and Ranong for their bordering with Myanmar on the west, and hence their potential in generating multicultural activities for Thai and foreign tourists. These three provinces are also currently not major attractions to local and foreign travelers. In this episode, Unlock the Science will delve into what has been created as products of creative tourism in Pratup Kirikan, Ranong, and Nan, and what are the way of living and culture that the three provinces have to offer for visitors? First, let Unlock the Science tell our audiences again what creative tourism is. According to Creative Tourism Network, the concept of creative tourism first appeared in the 2000s and is defined as a tourism which offers visitors the opportunity to develop their creative potential through active participation in courses and learning experiences which are characteristic of the holiday destination where they are taken. It says that creative tourism involves the tourists and local people in creating tourist product. Creative Tourism Network is a non-profit organization based in Barcelona, Spain. It was founded in 2010 to promote destinations of all kinds that bet on creative tourism as a differential element to attract new generations of travelers, as well as to create a value chain for the territory, according to the statements published on its website. The website also describes certain characteristics of creative tourists. The organization says these tourists want to experience local culture by participating actively in artistic and creative activities, combine different types of activities in the same trip, and want to travel by feeling like a local. As we can see from the description by Creative Tourism Network, creative tourists do not simply look for sun, sand, food, and fun. But when they visit a place, they want to learn the way of living and culture of the place they are visiting and want to participate in activities that local people have to offer. In Pratop Kirikan, where its hilly terrains and long stretches of beaches are already great tourist attractions, the study by Jalalongkorn University has linked creative tourism there to local fisheries and historical towns in the province. For none in the north, Attractions are their exotic and sophisticatedly crafted fabric, garments, and handicrafts. 
Fisheries is a vital means of making a living for many people in the south of Thailand. According to statistics on marine aquatic animals landed by provinces published by Department of Fisheries, Thailand's Ministry of Agriculture and Cooperatives, 1.2 million tons of marine animals at a value of 1.28 billion U.S. dollars were caught in commercial fisheries in 2020. Two-thirds of which were caught in the Gulf of Thailand, and the other one-third in the Andaman Sea, which are the two sea waters sandwiching the two opposite coastlines of the southern panhandle of Thailand. Pratokirikan is on the Gulf of Thailand side. According to the Department of Fisheries, commercial fisheries in Pratokirikan accounted for about 7.6% of the total national commercial catches in 2020. It is regarded as a major commercial fisheries province. As fisheries is a key source of income of people in Pratokirikan, some fishermen there believe that the way they catch their fish has to be sustainable. The Creative Tourism Project of Chulalongkorn University, therefore, has created a travel route that leads visitors to learn and appreciate methods of local fisheries in sustaining the number of marine animals, particularly fish. Fishermen in Bantungnoi village in Guiburi district of Pratokirikan are already known for their responsible fishing. They catch the fish with appropriate devices and then rehabilitate the marine animals. The practices are seen as a good spot for creative tourism where tourists can enjoy the local fishing methods. Guiburi is also believed to be an ancient settlement and has historical attractions to offer at the Sam Royot mountain range. The Chulalongkorn University project also recommends another community in the town of Pratokirikan as another creative tourism spot. Huoban community is situated on Susuk Road in the town. This community is believed to be the first settlement of local people in the old days and hence has many attractions to offer in terms of history and culture of the province. Foranong, a province situated a bit further south of Pratokirikan, its town has the cultural mix of Malay, South Asian, Chinese, Myanmar, and Southern and Central Thai to offer to visitors. Its creative tourism attractions center around the town. The Chulalongkorn University researchers see this cultural mix as the potential of Ranong that has yet been developed. Both Pratokirikan and Ranong were also picked up for their bordering with Myanmar on the west, as Thai and Myanmar people visit each other through crossing points in these two provinces. At first, the researchers planned to incorporate a travel route linking Ranong and the Myanmar side in the study, but because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the military coup in Myanmar in February 2021, the study had to focus only on the Thai side in Ranong. These creative tourism spots were developed with the participation of both national and local government agencies, business operators, and local communities in the study areas. Approximately 5 million tourists visit Pratokirikan a year, of which only one-fifth are foreigners. Therefore, there is plenty of room to promote this province among foreign tourists, a scenario that is also applicable to Ranong. 
The creative tourism researchers have remarked that local government agencies should provide capacity building for local people to build up their creative tourism activities and to draw young entrepreneurs to involve in the development of their local tourism products. Up next, Alok the Science editor and producer Sinfa Tansarawut talks to Associate Professor Dr. Narumon Tapjumpon of Department of Government, Faculty of Political Science, Jolalongkorn University, who led the research project in Pratok Kirikan and Ranong. She's also a Deputy Director of the Institute of Asian Studies at the university. As you mentioned in your research paper, uh, creative tourism needs particip- participation from government agency, private operator, and local communities. Is there already a good understanding of creative tourism among the various sectors in Thai society? Not yet. <laughs> Not much. I might say that uh, uh, at the moment, uh, we might be able to say that we are success in talking with the private enterprise, the entrepreneur, they are interested maybe because they are in the tourist sector and the local community because the local community also needs tourists who would like, who understand their livelihood, do not want them to change a lot. So in that case, our target is not the big hotel, but more with the, I mean, ecotourism or community tourism and that uh, we are able to do that. At the moment, what we try to work it out is that uh, at least they are start talking. I mean, if we're saying that what to achieve, at least they are talking and listening and opening to, I mean, listen and share. But will they do understand the creative tourism or not? I think uh, at least right now, Ranong become a new hotspot. Uh, for Thai tourists, but uh, what we try to work it out with them is that the being the hotspot is not only mainstream tourists, but try to look at the creative tourism with the community. And I think this is the work that, that we try to do. Doing or more sustainable is the how to create the partnership or try to propose to ask the local government or to ask with the local private enterprise to continue and to work with. And I think this is the one that we try to work in our. Tourism is a major income source of Thailand. In general, do you think creative tourism would help sustain tourism industry in in Thailand? Yes, definitely. Because uh, looking at our small tool project, the 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 village the fishing village if they don't have the tourism they have to sell their product their seafood product to the middleman to the merchant and the price is very low small based on the market price but with the tourism creative tourism people go there to visit the place to buy the product at the local even some agree to hide the boat to go out on the sea, maybe stay overnight, uh, learn how to do fishing and come back and buy the product. So the whole, the overall, the budget that they can increase income. I asked the fishing uh, village leader uh, to 
estimate the price, the income that they in that he will increase. I think it's a lot uh, with the accommodation, with the food that you can buy. I mean, with the I mean the price. I mean, uh, when you sell as a raw product, the fisherman may get per kilo, but when you but but when the merchant sell to you is per piece. So in that case, they can can increase the income. They already mentioned that. Even such a small project, it will be more than 20 or 25% of their income, which is good for them. And especially during the time that they cannot do fishing or during the monsoon season. The point is that how to let, I mean, the those who are in the policy maker to understand this and make it as inclusive. And as I told you that, for us, participation is the most important because to do participation, we know what they want. So at least it answer their demand or at least try to achieve. Second thing, I think the inclusiveness is also in, important that will be no community or no group is left behind. So in that case, that will be important to us. Do you think that the creative tourism product, meaning the suggested travel route, and places that you have created under your research will be sustainable? What are the key factors that would make them sustainable? Uh, the local community themselves. Uh, for instance, the fishing village in Pachokirikan, I think it will be sustained because the local community really pay attention and they would like to make it as their own income. So they continue to do, and they have the leader who start by maybe one guest house, and now you can have more homestay, more guest house. But the limitation is that some community cannot afford to continue. For instance, the case of Kakonti in Renong, I'm wonder whether it will be sustained because most of the people who stay there are migrants. They are not the local native. I mean, so in that case, the accessibility to bring create a tourism or uh, the idea that they are their own the place and want to make it, I mean, more sustained will be limited, limited because they themselves may not feel with the sense of belonging. So for me, to make it sustainable, the feeling of ownership have to be strengthened to be more important. And the second, the cooperation among stakeholders will be very important. Uh, uh, for instance, some area uh, people will be would like to do uh, with the, I mean, the suggested route, uh, uh, the, the one that we talk to them, some will be agree and some may be reluctant because I think uh, those who are reluctant, they will ask the question that, do I own the project? I mean, if the income come, if, uh, for instance, they are reluctant to join the Department of Fine Arts because they're asking that this is my house. If I agree to join the old city plan with you, do I still own that house? Can, what will be mutual benefit? So my second issue is that first ownership Second is the mutual benefit. People who join the project should get benefit and credit, share credit and share benefit. 
the benefit should not go only to one group or the credit should not go only to one group or the feeling of ownership should not go only to one group. In that case, that will be more sustainable. That is Unlock the Science editor and producer Sinfa Tansarawut talking to Associate Professor Dr. Narumon Tapjumpon of Department of Government, Faculty of Political Science, Jalalongkorn University. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. Nan is a small, hilly, and rather quiet province in the north of Thailand, bordering Laos in its north and east. Because of its history, its current population is multi-ethnic and multicultural, with people living on the plain and mountains. According to Thailand's Ministry of Tourism and Sports, in 2019, before the outbreak of COVID-19, Nan received approximately 950,000 visitors. Almost all of them were local Thais. For the tiny number of foreign tourists, most of them were from Western countries. Nan is known for its beautiful handicraft, particularly hand-weaved fabric and garments in various patterns and styles, in reflecting its multi-ethnic and multicultural environment. But the Chulalongkorn University researchers saw that these local products needed to be made more appealing to wider groups of consumers with modern designs and marketing, which would add more value to their crafts and hence generate higher income for the producers. Rebranding would also allow the products to reach upscale markets locally and overseas. Eight groups of local producers of textile and garments joined this study project, which assigned researchers and product developers to work with the producers in each group. They worked together to develop new designs and streamline the production. In total, more than 300 pieces of new designs were launched. Apart from hand-weaved, naturally-dyed garments, new products initiated under the project included home-use items such as bed covers, pillowcases, decorative items for wall and furniture, an item for personal use such as bags, earrings and other accessories, and souvenirs. The project also recommends three different travel routes in Nan for creative tourists. In one of the routes, visitors can actually learn how to weave and dye cloth and even make the cloth into certain items of their choice. Up next, a Lock the Science editor and producer, Sinfa Tansarawut, talks to Dr. Atapon Ponglauhapan, lecturer in fashion and textile design at Department of Creative Arts, Faculty of Fine and Applied Arts, Jalalongkorn University. Dr. Atapon is a key researcher of the textile and garment design project in Nan. As an expert in fashion and textile design, what have been the most challenging aspects in working with local producers in Nan province in helping them redesign and rebrand their crafts? In terms of uh, the challenging aspect that you have mentioned in the question, I think uh, it is quite a hard thing to do for local producers in Nan region to find a balance between the products and the consumers, especially in the very changing landscape of the market nowadays. Uh, I may explain a little bit further. For example, in the old days, traditional textile is used by adults and for sure for the elderly, which the market is at the limited scale and with predictable preferences. 
then it comes in the age of the internet and the rapid change in the consumer's lifestyle. Uh, the idea of that kind of production have changed. The consumer have experiences, uh, varieties of fashion trend, varieties of dressing and acting like a Western consumers and adopting Western fashion style. Then it comes to the challenges that uh, how the local entrepreneurs or the local weavers, they have to decide whether to uh, adopt the new consumer possibilities or just to keep the same track in what they have done before. But actually, as I have been uh, in Nan province for more than three to five years, uh, they are adopting the new ideas in designing fashion product and new designing for the new consumers. But uh, clearly it is very hard to predict the consumers who are going to buy your product, right? And it may take some time for them to learn. So the challenging aspects here is what is how to balance between the products that they are going to design and who is the consumers that are going to come and purchase their design. In terms of its textile and clothes, how do you see Nan province becoming a major attraction of creative tourism for both Thai and foreign tourists? Uh, in terms of textile and clothes, uh, personally, personally for me, I believe that there is a possibility for Nan province to become a major attraction city for sure. But we might not be uh, able to forget that uh, the final answers of the major attraction city lies in the community, lies in the local community decision because it is their hometown. It depends on what kind of tourism they are willing to take. But since you have been working with them for the past three years, uh, how do you see them? You know, what do, do, what do they think about becoming a, a major attraction for creative tourism? Okay, uh, that is a very good question here. Uh, as I have been working with them for some time, they are very open at the moment. And they are, uh, how could I say, uh, they think that accepting uh, the tourist is very good idea, but it should be limited at some seasons because uh, as we already know that uh, the community lifestyle over there, they are, they are doing farming, they are doing, doing weaving textile in different parts uh, of time of the year. So this is the part that uh, they need to design. And in terms of welcoming consumers or welcoming tourists, I think they are very open at the moment. Do you think that the new products and new design that have been created for local producer in Nan under the research projects would be sustainable? Okay, this question is quite hard for me to answer here. Uh, it depends on what kind of sustainable angle that we are looking at. Uh, if we are looking at uh, the outcome of the project, for sure, we have been designing more than 300 pieces of garments, bags, shoes, earrings, and many fabrics. So there are a lot of them for sure. But in terms of sustainability, 
if we are going to expect that that uh, those kind of design will last for long or will last forever for them to reproduce the certain design that we have given them in the last year, it is not impossible to happen because the product design will change according to the consumer trend or according to the consumer's lifestyle. But if we are looking at the sustainability in terms of the production process, it will be sustained because uh, the project offer the entrepreneur or the local producer in that every single channel that we have provided them. For example, uh, if that uh, local producers are very good at weaving, we offer them uh, the production in lifestyle products. For example, we offer them a contact to the factory in Bangkok or in different cities so that they can have the contact after the project have done. So in, the, in terms of sustainability, we have offered them different channels of contacting uh, those who are the production. And I think it will be very much uh, benefits them in terms of doing the new design, contacting the production sources that we have given to them. Clothes and design could become out of fashion sooner or later. Do you think the local producer in Nan would be able to create their new design when the current one are no longer in trend? Actually, fashion uh, is a lifestyle. A designer, a person can create things according to their lifestyle. But at the moment, the lifestyle of the people in Nan province or the local weavers are different from the lifestyle of the consumers. They are going to design a product for. So it is very important for them to get to know the consumers who are even not according, who are even not into their lifestyle or into their daily lifestyle. So we have uh, get into the community or working with each local producers and talking to them about how we can learn the consumer lifestyle that we are not actually are. So it is a kind of process that we have done in, in teaching our students also. We teach them and we told them how to notice the consumer lifestyle. For example, notice the tourist. What kind of tourist that have visited none? For example, they might notice that, okay, they have seen elderly. They have seen uh, a teenage that are coming with uh, a camera, doing a photo shoot, changing outfits, every single cafe. So if they are able to notice this kind of change, they will be able to redesign the product. Associate Professor Dr. Narumon said, local stakeholders of creative tourism reflected that her research project allowed people in public and private sectors and local communities to talk to each other, which is key to sustain creative tourism as it needs participation from various sectors in the society. She also said that Thai authorities shall not see Thailand only as the final destination of foreign visitors, as the country borders with other countries. For instance, 
Foreigners visiting Pratuap Kirikan or Ranong could cross the border to Myanmar if Thai authorities would promote and encourage such activity. She said this would help raising tourism income of people in both countries. On the other hand, Dr. Atapon said, in enabling their products and designs to sustain, local producers in Nan need to be adaptive to the changing fashion trends and demands of target consumers. If you would like to study the report and see details of the suggested travel routes in Pratup Kirikan, Ranong, and Nan under the research project of Chulalongkorn University, you can visit their website at www.creativejourneyth.com. However, currently the content is available in Thai language only. Unlock the Science would like to thank Associate Professor Dr. Narumon Tapjumpon of Department of Government, Faculty of Political Science, and Dr. Atapon Ponglauhapan of Department of Creative Arts, Faculty of Fine and Applied Arts, both are from Jualungon University. I hope you enjoy our program. You can listen to Unlock the Science on Jula Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website, curadio.jula.ac.th, and our Facebook page. Our show is also accessible as podcasts, including on Apple and Spotify. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the Science is edited and produced by Simfa Tunsorawood. <laughs>